was having a conversation with a college friend of mine about the pandemic and the lasting impacts that are sure to be in place for years. It was a pessimistic conversation, but set in reality in many ways. The time we live in seems overwhelming. And if you're like me, the unknown is suffocating. We have no idea how this will influence the world, the country, Texas, our communities, or our families for years to come. I'm not just talking about COVID-19 medical aspects, but the emotional, spiritual, mental, educational, and of course, physical arenas as well. We have no idea what tomorrow will look like during this pandemic, let alone in the next two, five, or 10 years. One of the things that has been impacted so much in our society right now is the work-life balance. For those of us working from home because of the pandemic, we now have our offices and our living spaces, giving less of a separation between work and home. Our devices are available even more than they were before because it is our lifeline to the outside world. For me, my work setup is here in my dining room. I could have it upstairs in the guest bedroom, but needed it to be accessible when I was home with Trevor for the first 10 months of the pandemic. So here I am next to my kitchen near the family room, seeing my computer and work out at all the time, feeling that draw to just answer just that one more email or prep just that one more lesson because it's right here. Many people are in this same situation and with a commute out of the equation, that time is now being used to work even more, not rest or take time for yourself. This week's Torah portion, Yitro, is most famous for Yitro, Moses's father-in-law's emphasis on delegation, highlighting it as a perfect lesson in leadership. The reason for suggesting delegation is to ensure that Moses doesn't get burnt out. However, before we even get to that point, the portion begins with Moses being, being reunited with his father-in-law Yitro, his wife Zipporah, and his sons Gershom and Eliezer. In Exodus 18.7, it says, Moses went out to meet his father-in-law. He bowed low and kissed him, each after the other's welfare, and they went into the tent. What happened to Zipporah and their sons? Did he not greet them? They hadn't seen each other in years, yet we are told Moses only really acknowledges his father-in-law. Some commentators go so far as to say that Yitro pleaded with Moses to welcome his wife and sons, but that Moses really only focused on Yitro and didn't go to his wife and sons until much later. Why does the Torah start this portion showing how Moses is ignoring part of his family? Rabbi Michelle Fisher, the executive director of MIT Hillel, explains that perhaps it is because we all too often fall into the same leadership trap as Moses. Our lives are so busy and our responsibilities of such importance are of such importance that we ignore the people we love most. We are working so many hours that we miss family activities, meals, bedtimes, or weekends. Even if we are physically present, we are often so stressed and exhausted that we're unable to emotionally connect. And when we are at home together or around the same table, we are still each on our own devices in our own personal worlds. We place our professional obligations ahead of the needs of our families. We forget to stop and focus on one another. I think this has become even more obvious as our boundaries between work and home are so blurred while we work, parent, and live from home. We are consumed by our devices and our work being always so readily available. Before the pandemic, we expected that any email we sent would be responded to within 24 to 48 hours. And now 
we anticipate a response even sooner as we assume that everyone is home at all times and able to answer just my one quick question. We are humans and we are flawed as is Moses. Past his insecurities about his speech impediment and his leadership abilities, we see here that he ignores his wife and children, the people who are probably most excited to see him after such a long absence of fighting for the Israelites' freedom from Pharaoh. Many people today are also focused on other things, fighting for their financial freedom and striving to make a living in the midst of difficult times at the expense of time with their families or in the case of many women in the United States, fighting to keep their professions while also handling many of the responsibilities of childcare, education, and household chores. And many have not won that fight as we have seen record numbers of women leaving the workforce. So what do we do with all of this information that seems dark? The midrash or story that I would want to create from the Torah text is to insert how Moses reunited with Zipporah and his sons with many hugs and kisses, tears of joy and relief, and words of encouragement, support, and love. I wish this was in there, but it isn't. Instead, I want to insert that story into my own life and encourage you to do the same. This is a dark period in our lifetimes, but where can we see the glimmers of hope, light, and love? For me, it's with my family. Obviously, welcoming Josh, our second son, into our lives has played a large role, and yet there's more. We don't have family nearby, and so during this time of not being able to travel, it's been difficult. However, I have videoed with my family more now than ever before. Every Sunday night, we have a family Zoom call with my mom's side of the family. I get to talk to my aunts, uncles, and cousins more than I have in my entire life, even when I lived near some of them. Trevor asks for quote-unquote family dinners, where we do a Zoom call with my mom, my brother, my in-laws, my sister-in-law, and my grandmother. Trevor recognizes everyone and enjoys coming on to tell them his life updates and to remind them when they're muted. We've discovered a site where we can read stories with people online so that family can read to him at night through this program, even Dave when he's on shift. And while Josh is obviously still too young to understand, our family is getting to see him grow, develop, and learn on a daily basis. It has made me value that time with my family that much more. And honestly, I hope that after the pandemic subsides, our family is still able to continue these family dinners on Zoom. In a time when we are all expanding our skill sets, let us use them to our advantage. Use technology to connect more with people who live far away, utilize screen-free time to exercise, to build something, to work on projects around the home, to read. Experience the outdoors, new games to play, new skills to acquire. Include your family, take time for yourself. Really explore new options to balance work and life pessimism and optimism, lethargy and energy, and anything else we seek to have a better harmony of in our lives. Don't be like Moses and focus so much on work that family gets pushed to the side. Find things to keep the connection with your friends and family. Discover ways to maintain a work-life balance. Explore options of taking care of yourself so you can be more present with those around you. Let's turn the difficulties around us into opportunities for growth that we can carry with us long after the pandemic is just in our memory. Shabbat Shalom. Mm -hmm.